Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Buzz Podcast. We're so happy that you're joining us today as we continue to talk about different uh, topics. Uh, my name is Father Daniele, and joining me, as always, is Josh Sullivan nope. and Matt Van Milliken. Nope. Welcome to you guys. And uh, let's just move right into it because it's been a it's been a tough week for our country. It's been a tough week uh, for a lot of people uh, around Canada and, and and maybe the world who's hearing the news that we heard. And so I think it's important that uh, we just dive right in and, and try yeah. and uh, just discuss what's been going on. Yeah, you know? yeah. And if I'm going to be honest, um, <laughs> I mean, you guys know this, but our people listening today don't know that I didn't really even want to <laughs> talk, talk about, about this. Yeah. Not that I didn't want to talk about it. No, no. But I didn't know if it was an appropriate time for us to talk about this subject. We're, we're three white dudes. Yes. On the thing. Exactly. We're not affected by this. I mean, we are, but we're not. We're affected in like a third degree form yeah. where we're Catholic, we're Canadian, uh, and and there's some awful things that have come to light Yes. Um, uh, that the Catholic name is tied to. And that's not necessarily, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a hard topic. How do we three white guys talk about this? I don't think we can. I mean, we can. But I don't think we can with any form of um, how do we talk about right? We can we can state facts. We can state facts and and what's actually happening and bring truth to light as much as we can. And that's the only way we can kind of go about this subject. Yeah, uh, because I, because we don't have the the ties to this uh, awful part of Canadian history right. that other people would. And we tried. We tried to bring some people in to maybe talk about it, but it just yes, wasn't... we did try and have uh, one of our sisters, uh, who is a Catholic nun, and an Ojibwe woman come in and join us today to talk about yeah. this. Uh, but uh, unavailable for today's uh, taping. Um, but we hope to have that conversation soon, yeah. right? Yeah. So we can have uh, more uh, discussions on this topic. But I think what you're saying, as much as it's uncomfortable yeah. to talk about because we don't know what the right thing to say or we don't want to say the wrong thing either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's important to talk about it because, um, you know, stri strictly speaking from the scriptures, you know, Jesus says, bring things to the light. And, and that's what's happened in the last week or two. You know, slowly in the, in the history of Canada, I don't know if you, if you guys remember growing up, learning about residential schools in school. Mm -hmm. That really has only happened recently. Like, yeah, yeah. like so many people have said, I've only learned about the history of residential schools in recent times in, in education or whatever it might be, uh, you know, that's, that in itself is sad. Mm -hmm. uh, and slowly and surely sort of little glimmers of, of, of light are being exposed about the truth of residential schools over the past number of years. And then all of a sudden that was just blown right open in the last week or so uh, with the news of Kamloops, uh, former residential school. And um, it was hurt. It hurt. It hurt to hear it. It hurt to see it. It hurt to see the reaction. It hurt, everything hurt about it. But Jesus tells us when things come to the light, that's when we begin the healing process. You know? right. And he warns us, like he warns us himself, like you think those things you're doing in the dark are going to stay there? I don't think so. No. All things come to the light. And, and I think as hard as it is to receive the news of what's happening uh, or what has happened and what is happening, really, yeah. Yeah. Um, being exposed to the light is where we can confront uh, the evil of, of the past and maybe what's going on in the present and like reconcile, heal, and move to a better future, you know? Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I think learning learning what we can from the horribleness that has happened. I mean, we, we do that in all of our life you yeah. know, with sin and whatnot. Like the best way to go, go to confession, 
learn what you did wrong and try to do better. Not yeah. try, in this case, do better. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Um, and, but I, and I think, but like you said, bringing everything that you can to the light. So stop trying to hide things. Stop trying to, and I think, I think, I honestly do think when, you, when you're looking at people's intentions nowadays, it, we are removed yeah. by decades from the situation. Not that that's any better, but those people now that are involved are trying to get records to light. They are trying yeah. to, to bring the horrors to the light mm -hmm. so that people can see, understand, and not allow it to um, ever happen again, really. Yeah. You know, learn from our mistake. Uh, I don't even want to say mistake because it almost seems like it's, it's pushing it off as like, oops. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, learn from the horrors of our history. <laughs> so let's learn about what the situation was, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, the former Kamloops uh, residential school, obviously in BC. So as, as, as far as we know, with the information that we have, this was a residential school that the Catholic Church ran um, and I think closed in 19, in the 1960s, 16. the government of Canada took it over for I think another 10 years. And the problem here, so many problems, but yeah. one of the ones that highlighted for me was uh, that there's only 50 or so documented deaths at this residential school. And then just a week or so ago, it was discovered through this radar technology yeah. that there was 215 yeah. uh, bodies yeah. of children. Yeah. Children. Yeah. I mean, it's sick. Right? Now, do we know, like, so when I'm reading into it and I'm hearing a lot of social media posts and everything else, I'm seeing, oh, they murdered these kids because they couldn't take care of them mm -hmm. or whatever the case might be. I'm taking it as they were beaten to death or they were, do we know what happened there in that case? The, the, the problem, I think, is, is that there's a lack of information, that yeah. there's a lack of documentation around. So, as, as Father said, that you have 215 um, uh, unmarked graves. Yeah. Um, again, social media are saying something that, like, it's, it's a mass grave. It's, that's, that's not the case, that it's, but they're unmarked. Um, and people are, are responding. They're, they're kind of horrified and shocked, and they should be. Um, because like something like this, reading with this, especially when you're talking about children, like this is, um, this should offend our sensibilities. This yeah. should, this should shock us. Um, and not just in a general way, like this should shock our Catholic sensibilities. Like just, just the fact Agreed. that there are 215 children, um, that, uh, within a Catholic institution that were buried in an undocumented way and with unmarked graves. We, we did a podcast a few months ago about, Catholic funerals and the importance of of, names, them, yeah. of of saying of saying the prayers for um, um, someone's you know uh, you know pa passage that um, that that this was done and, and and seemingly based on the information that we have in this kind of callous and cold and kind of removed way in a way that didn't recognize you know the dignity of those children mm -hmm. um, that's that's a problem or that's that's something that we should um, yeah I remember like. That. Uh, our bishop in, the, in our diocese, Th uh, Thomas Dowd, released a statement this past week, and, and I thought it was very personable, like, from his heart, but that's kind of what he mentions in his statement. It's like, just, he goes, number one, just the fact that these children died is one thing, yeah. as horrible, like, very horrible yeah. and unnecessary. But the fact that we needed to use radar technology yeah. to find yeah. their remains is is even like more awful or I don't know what yeah. I'm just paraphrasing here what he said Deplorable. because he's, he's deployed yeah he goes like you know the he says the dead are not to be are not meant to be anonymous no. or forgotten yeah so and I thought that was a great point and I've been reflecting a lot uh, a lot about that right that they were just anonymously sort of placed here is goes against our yeah. 
Catholic fiber, you know, yeah. like when, when, when someone dies, we have a funeral mass for them and, and we make connections between the life here and life in eternity. And we remember people, right? Like, you know, yeah. you go to the cemetery, I visit my loved ones and the yeah. people that have been part of my life at the cemetery. Their Pray name is there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes a picture. All Souls Day, we had, uh, remember the, uh, well, what was it called? The uh, memorial? Yeah, you know, but we uh, Pope Francis gave us like the week or two weeks to go visit at the cemetery. Well, indulge, indulgences. indulgences yeah, to go and pray for the dead. For, yeah, exactly. yeah, so, so it goes right against everything about us, yeah. right? Uh, let's is, just... is, is that where people think that maybe that these murders were done in a malicious way or in a... Like, that's where I, I, I was just stuck on the fact that I thought they were murdered. But it could be that the fact that they could have died, unfortunately, but they could have died from disease or some other things, too. We just don't know, right? But it seems like, like the fact that they're unmarked and hidden yeah. is the problem. It is, it's like, we don't know. We have no idea what's going on here. It could yeah. look suspicious. It can look. It's, yeah. So, what yes, else? Okay, like so media, media reports are saying that, you know, uh, some of these students have died from disease, Okay, uh, yeah, tuberculosis yeah. spread, um, famine, from trying to run away from the schools. Uh, from, yeah, 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 some died by trying to escape, and yeah. they in the, the elements. Uh, you know, some uh, may have been killed. We, I don't know. We like, don't like Matt said, we don't have all the information, right? And that's why it's important that these things do come to the light, so we can, we can actually talk about them. the full yeah, story. But residential schools, in general, yeah, are right. such a dark part of our Canadian, Canadian history. history. Um, so let's, you know. So what happened? Why, why did all of a sudden there was residential schools? Did the missionaries just come in and then just say, okay, um, we're stealing your kids? It's like, how, how did it start? How did, how did, how is it? If we're going to talk about residential schools. What happened? Yeah, um, so I would say that people have ideas about residential schools and people tend to paint with kind of broad strokes about them. And that, um, we, we want to say that, like, the, ch the church was involved, that it wasn't a, you know, a, a purely kind of Catholic church initiative, that it was yeah. a, 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 collaborative, a collaborative, collaborative effort um, between uh, the government of Canada, the Catholic church, and other, um, other church denominations. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, the kind of the resources that the people actually um, implementing or administrating and running the, um, the schools themselves were... Were, were more Catholic people. Um, whether, whether or not it was like, uh, you say missionaries coming in and yeah. starting residential schools, it wasn't as kind of uh, simple as that, it was straightforward. But um, we can also, um, uh, one of the things that should kind of uh, send up alarm bells or sh should kind of be um, a bit shocking for yeah. us is how closely aligned the efforts of, of the church within residential schools were aligned to a kind of colonialism that were uh, like, uh, participating in an agenda, which whether that was the government's, whether that was um, part of the kind of missionary attitude of, of those people at the time, that it was, it was an attempt to displace culture. It was a, an attempt to, um, and, and yeah, and we see kind of evidence brought to light this week that like diminish the dignity of the, the individual souls of the people that they were claiming to be kind of helping. Yeah. Um, and that uh, I think Father, in your, in your homily this past Sunday, you said it really well that like a lot of things, sometimes things that are done by Catholic people and sometimes in the name of Catholicism are are very far removed from from what what Christ Himself would 
Yeah, and remember the, the reality of the residential schools. So it was it was law in Canada from the Indian Act yeah. of 1894 that it was mandatory for for uh, uh, children to go to these residential schools, right? Yeah. And basically, uh, you know, um, they, they were they were sort of forced they were, were forcibly removed from from yeah. their families. They were put into these schools, and uh, I know before we went on the air, you used the word brainwashed. Yeah, right? yeah they were right. they were. Sort of forced, forced, taught, forced evangelized. Yes, forced evangelized. Uh, you yeah. Use the word brainwash, which you yeah. Know, um, and you know the resources, whether they were from the people running the schools or the government themselves, were not much. So a lot of people were were malnourished and um, not treated well. They were beaten, sexually abused, psychologically, uh, psychologically abused. Uh, you know, there, I've been reading a lot of of uh, personal stories from people in our community. I've been talking to some elders in our community this past week and you know people sharing stories of, of, of how they were treated yeah. i saw a picture of of, of, a, uh, of a, an elder with uh, at the at this uh, residential school with this catholic sister behind them holding you know like i mean the picture looked friendly yeah you know they were just posing for a picture but still like it was just eerie to see that yeah. you know um yeah, so there was a lot of horrible things that not when they spoke their language, they were beaten yeah, and of course, uh, yeah, you know, they, speak, uh, all yeah. these things, you know. So it's a, it's a those are those are the things that we hear about, right? Is, is, is which, which is so unfortunate. And then, yeah, it's it's a dark area. And so. after, so you know, we found we found remains of two hundred fifty people at Kamloops. I don't That's, doubt that we're going to find. Potentially. More remains potentially at other residential schools across Canada. Yeah. Right. Um, no. But like, what was the result of these young people attending these schools? You know, when you suffer trauma like this, whether it's uh, physical abuse, or sexual abuse, uh, psychological torment, and all all this stuff, like, you know, you leave those schools different. Yeah. Oh, and, for sure. And th this is part of the suffering of our indigenous brothers and sisters. Nowadays, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. I think, I think, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, so was it was it then people that was it the church that ordered it? Was it orders? Was it that like like wh who was it the Pope that said we need to go to Canada and start these schools up, or was it like how did how did that kind of come to be? So, no, I, I, well. Yeah, so it, you you mentioned the the Indian Act that it was um, that it was primarily a government initiative, but the church had the resources and the um, motive, and <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard to say because you would say like the the infrastructure for education, which yeah, is yeah. which is that much more disturbing that this was done in the name of education. Yeah. That is like as you know us at this table. Some of us are are educators, and yeah. we're like, um, no, no. And and if you're like if you study kind of the history of pedagogy and like how um, that it's uh, as an educator, you want to be as far removed from that idea that you're brainwashing a group of people that you're yeah. just kind of imposing on them, you know, pushing out all of all of their knowledge and inserting all of your knowledge. You like. You know, modern. You want to shepherd them. Music, uh, yeah, 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 giving yeah. people the tools to actually, you yeah, know, yeah. acquire their own knowledge. And so, yeah. this branding what was done in residential schools as education is kind of an insult to education, and all the more nefarious that this this colonial agenda was was kind of advanced through the sort of guise of education. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, uh, we had, uh, for those of you listening or watching on, on YouTube, uh, this, what I'm saying right now, might sound out of place because obviously I'm assuming in editing later that we've closed the gap, but uh, we just had a fire alarm go off in <laughs> yep. our church, which uh, stopped our conversation. The fire production came. About two hours. Uh, <laughs> Maybe yeah, an hour, two hours. It was about an hour yeah. or so. And, and uh, nothing serious. The church is fine. As you can tell, we're back in the church. For those of you watching yeah. on video, uh, it is a hot day today. Yeah. And uh, fire, the fire alarm went off. Um, but they give us a clear to continue, right? The Perfect. fire department gave us a, a, a release to, to continue. So I'm just explaining this, not because, uh, it's, well, I mean, it did surprise us and we had to stop our production. But in case we lost ourselves here and have to re maybe we repeat something we've already said yeah. in, the, in the first half of the episode. But yeah. uh, we were, ta Matt, you were making a great point about, uh, you know, the fact that some of these, uh, the... Um, the fact that some of this stuff was made in the, in the name of educating yeah. people was horrible. I want to move, though, to reactions, okay? Mm -hmm. Because all across Canada and, and a lot of parts of the world, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of reaction over this uh, in the last week or so. So, uh, obviously, our Indigenous uh, brothers and sisters, you know, are reacting uh, one way. And, and rightly and, so. And rightfully yeah. so, you know, yeah. and maybe relieving hurt and trauma. And I, I've really been, I, I honestly must say, I've been blessed to hear from, hear their stories in the past mm -hmm. uh, week. Uh, and it's really brought, like really warmed, brought my heart closer to them, mm -hmm. you know, by hearing their story. Um, then there's Canadians in general reacting yeah. at the horror of what happened. Catholics are, are reacting, you know, as, as uh, maybe part, taking on part of the shame uh, that, our ch that our church was involved with yeah, something like this. Um, so on all levels, there's lots of reaction. So, of course, the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops have released a statement, uh, you know, about this issue. Many bishops across Canada have released uh, a, a statement, many of them apologizing mm -hmm. uh, to our Indigenous brothers and sisters. The Prime Minister of Canada, uh, just a few days ago, has called on the Catholic Church to accept responsibility and uh, to participate in uh, um, the, the, the sort of the process of investigation, releasing documents. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're demanding uh, an apology from Pope Francis, which was part of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission from a, from a number of years ago. Yeah. Um, so there's some reactions there, and of course. In this day and age, Matt, you know, your favorite thing is people obviously reacting online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're, yeah, and I think uh, for our part, or what we can kind of, uh, the way that we can participate in the conversation is to really kind of navigate between kind of the extreme reactions that people have, like on, on, on both sides, that, that we want to say that, um, that some people's instinct is to jump up and defend the church and like, oh no, this, this, yes. this couldn't have happened, or like, and especially since we don't have a lot of information at this point. The, the records aren't. Um, they're, they're, they're working to gather the records, the, the, the Oblates of Mary, the, the sisters who, or the, the order that, that was involved. In that um, school. Yeah, they're, they're working to acquire the records. So like until we have more information, um, people are responding based on their own kind of instincts or their own uh, kind of loyalties. So, and then on the other hand, you have kind of misrepresentation on, 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 on the other side saying that, this was the case across the board, and like while we do want to be kind of realistic and 
um, really sympathize with the harm that was done. Yeah. Um, Not defend it ever. Yeah. We 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 need but. to we need to be clear in our communications. We need to be. Um, not so quick to defend our own interests or our own kind of um, identity and, and really really let the truth come out and, and have... have uh, and, that, and that's the hard part. I think, I, I mean, if, with social media, that's the hardest part because you are hearing all of these different things. Um, for instance, I mean, one of the misrepresentations, I, I thought that, that when it said that they found the bodies of 215, it was in a mass grave, that they were all killed to hide some shameful secrets. And like that's, that's the, the stuff that gets out there. That's not what we know. That's not what we know to be true. That's not what we know to be false either. But they're, they're like, they're, like you said, that they're individual unmarked graves. So they, it wasn't a mass grave that they just tried to like burn down a school and hide it. But it wasn't, it wasn't innocent. Right, I mean, there, there was problems here. There, there's, it wasn't um, so cu coming and shedding light on the truth of the facts that we actually know. Yeah. And so, what are some of those? I mean, so Stephen Harper came out and apologized on behalf of Canada back in when this first kind of started coming to light and started the reconciliation. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So he came out at that time and apologized on behalf of Canada. Pope Benedict at that time mentioned that it was like this was a horrible thing done. Uh, that this was so. Why is it that the Pope speaking, like the bishops, all have come out and apologized? Why hasn't the Pope apologized on behalf of the Catholic Church? Why, why isn't that something that needs to be done or said? Or why why hasn't the Pope just done it? Or you know, is it is it something that? I yeah, let's let's look at both sides of that. Yes, yeah, people yeah. are demanding an apology from, from the pope. pope, and and you know, on one side, and and you know. Even I think we would agree. On one side, people are people are saying like, "Why not? Why why won't he just just apologize?" apologize. Yeah. yeah, and you know sometimes I feel that way as well. Yeah. Like me personally, so why won't he just say uh, he's sorry? And um, and rightfully so. People people have that thought. You know why why is the church using words like we're expressing sorrow and we're we're doing all these things? You know, um, and on the other side, what the Pope uh, seems to be saying, he released. Uh, I mean, he, he didn't release a statement like people are doing, yeah. but he spoke about it at his Angelus this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and he said how close he was to the Canadian people, yeah. how he deplored, like it was, it was deplorable, deplorable that there was, an, like you had mentioned that earlier about, you know, sort of this colonial yeah. attitude, you know, and uh, sort of a wake up call that that shouldn't be happening anywhere yeah. in the world. And, and, and then he, the Catholic Church didn't then, condone it. Right? Exactly. And he led a moment of silent prayer, which is very powerful. He asked everyone in the St. Peter's Square there gathered together uh, to pause in silent prayer for the victims of, in, of these residential schools in Canada. Um, but so, uh, you know, on one hand, in the Catholic news, you had, you know, headlines like Pope calls for reconciliation and healing over residential uh, school uh, discoveries, you know, so the, the Catholic media was sort of saying Pope Francis expresses sorrow yeah, after yeah. the graves found. And then, it, you know, and then I, I moved to like CTV news yeah, yeah, where it's CBC like or whatever. Pope, um, you know, Pope mentions, uh, what was the headline? Pope mentions, you know, the fact that this happened, but, but did it's, not apologize, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, you see that on, on both sides. People are saying, why, why won't he just apologize and all this stuff? And I think, and please, <laughs> like I've already said, what's wrong with Pope apologizing? But the, what, what they're trying to do is that the church is structured in such a way that the Pope is kind of saying, like, this happened in Canada, in certain places, uh, and the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops has to respond yeah. to this. And the, and the bishops responsible for the diocese where these places took place yeah. 
are 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 called to respond to this too. You know, they're like, the legal authorities in those areas. They're the legal authority. It's in not the, the pope. Area. The pope isn't the legal. Like pope has no say in Canada. Exactly. Over, like we're talking about that. I mean, this is a totally different conversation. But the German churches and everything else. Yeah. The way it's structured in Canada, the bishop is in charge of the Catholicism. The name Catholic in his also, territory. In his territory. Yeah. If he wanted to, and someone put like I don't know, um, Catholic food center. He could go up and take the name Catholic off that food center if he wanted to, because he owns the the right to the Catholic name and the Catholic Church, and the, and so the corporation that he is the sole owner of mm -hmm. in in his diocese, he has that. So his apology is the legal, the topmost legal authority yeah. in the area that could. Now and I agree, I agree with you that like maybe the bishops as a whole should apologize on one because then you have all the Catholic bishops. But the bishops in the areas have apologized, right? Am I, am I right? Lots of bishops and, across Canada have yeah, apologized. Yeah, yes, yeah. for sure. And, and, and we can hope as well that, that more will be said and more as, yes, as we have more information. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. And, 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 and a true apology can't come forward until all the truth has come to light. We talked a little bit about that. So like until like if we apologize for the re if Canloops Bishop, let's say, apologized for the residential schools, which he did, yeah, which he did, but but let's say before this, you know, and then they discovered all these uh, unmarked graves and all that stuff. Of course, the truth, the full truth, wasn't to light at that point. Mm -hmm. Not that he wouldn't have anything to know about that, right. but but he can come forward and apologize again, yeah. right? Like that that yeah. makes sense to me that he would that it, and t as the whole story becomes known, you apologize, get the full story out there, get all the truth out there. And, um, yeah, and I I remember like. Uh, I know I talk about John Paul II a lot because uh, I, I love him very much. Uh, but Pope John Paul II uh, came to Canada in 1984 mm. for his visit and uh, wanted to meet with the indigenous people as well while he was visiting Canada. And something happened in the schedule. I think there was weather issues where the plane couldn't get uh, to uh, none he, of it or yeah. whatever it was at the time. Uh, now, now we know yeah. it's none of it. Uh, and so that that was moved off the agenda. Well, then he visited and he he promised the people, "I will be back to meet with you," and and he promised them that. And in 1987, three years later, he was visiting the United States, extended his trip by a day to go visit the indigenous mm -hmm. peoples in Canada, and he just came to Canada for oh, like man. a day and a, yeah, a day yeah. to meet with the indigenous people. Beautiful reconciliation happened. Uh, then this, this and you know Pope John Paul II just has this. Um, warmth about him that you could mm -hmm. sense even I was looking back at pictures of it this past week and the, you sense of the unity between the indigenous peoples and, and, and mm -hmm. uh, the Pope uh, then you mentioned Pope Benedict in 2009 yeah. sort of saying that it was deplorable of, of what happened and you know so uh, Pope Francis you know in 2018 has said sort of what we were talking about the structure like the bishops of Canada an apology from them is, is an apology from the church. Yeah. That's what he's. That's what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. Would it hurt for Pope Francis to, to apologize? No. You know. Um, so I don't know. You know, people, people. That's what people are wrestling with right now. And yeah. and you know if if yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Uh, so okay, if I look at this from a parent point of view, I mm -hmm. have I have kids that are. This awful thing happened, and now we're trying to figure out how to get past it with with. People, individuals. Even if I was in my business, I'd, you know, same kind of thing with employees and everything else. Look at it from a case of okay. So, how do we move forward? How can we move forward? It, yeah. Obviously, get the truth out there. Get all the truth yeah. out there. Um, we had we had somebody have a great, amazing idea. What what if the church like just what are the suggestions that we can? If we had every single bishop and then the pope apologize and say sorry, is that the end of it? 
Because mm. that doesn't seem right. Of course not. The, right? An apology would be the beginning of it. And, and yeah. why I mentioned John Paul II was because it would be a beautiful thing for Pope Francis, for example. I mean, yeah, I just don't to show up and, yeah, to but, come yeah. to Canada yeah. and show his closeness to the indigenous peoples of Canada yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, that would be a beautiful thing because Pope John Paul II did it and it was yeah. such a beautiful thing, right? Uh, but you're right. You know, it, it, an apology is not what we need. Apology is a start yeah. to a journey of reconciliation yeah. and healing. That's right. And right? so where, and where does that come? I mean, like, so one a really smart person told me just before this episode started again, after the fire alarm, um, <laughs> that like, what, what if the church was to pay um, for a scan, like the sonar scan that was done around Campbell's? What if they were to pay around all that? Like, those are, those are, those like are. Like concrete things that the church can do to actually say, do. we're helping here to make, sh- like, we're sorry, we're showing we're sorry. Yeah, right? yeah. So let's and let's we're sorry for these this. individuals. Like, let's scan all residential schools that that were under the guise of the uh, under the the control of the Catholic, Catholic Church. Let's scan them all and and pay for it and 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 let's, let's get really, the truth out there. Let's, let's get, get the truth much, out there. Let, let's let's like deal we with We started them. this episode I exactly think, three hours ago before the <laughs> for the fire came. You know, it was like when things come to the light, we can begin to heal. We can begin to move forward. So yes, the church should be involved in yeah. some of the in yeah. the process. You know, and I, and I, honestly, from a local level, you know. I really like I know I've mentioned Bishop Dowd's statement here but I could see it in his heart as a bishop of this diocese that he wants to be part of the reconciliation and I see it in the priests that I've talked to this past week that they want to be part of the reconciliation and I see it in Catholics even the ones who are expressing their anger and hurt right now I see it in their heart they want to be part of the reconciliation you know, so like what, and, and I had a beautiful opportunity um, uh, last or late last week uh, to sit down with a group of teachers and, and talk about this with them. And some of them expressed their anger and hurt and, you know, um, and the, uh, the, um, what, the indigenous graduation coach of the school yeah. spoke up, you know, an indigenous man himself and spoke beautifully. And he, and he said, you know, the fact that you're sad and feeling shame right now is appreciated he goes but you don't really have to he goes you didn't you didn't do these things you know so you don't have to feel shame about it because you didn't do it he goes but the fact that you're here the fact that you're listening and the fact that you're willing to learn about residential schools and do something now about it shows your willingness to journey with indigenous people in the in reconciliation you know and i've said it lots last week i said it to you last night on the phone and all these things but you know uh, uh, when the sexual abuse crisis happened in the church um it was awful we're still feeling the effects of that right but what happened there when when light came to that situation it brought about a societal change yeah now all of a sudden the church's wounds brought a societal change where everyone needs police records checks no one can be allowed alone mm-hmm. with a young person every company has safe environment policies uh, you name it that brought about uh, brought about a change in society so through the wounds of the church in this situation that's my hope yeah we're going to bring a change in society where we learn from the past we're we're we hate that part of our history but we're making a change in its society that we're going to love our indigenous brothers and sisters we're going to live with them and journey with them and heal with them exactly i think that's perfect like my, my my thought is we can't there's nothing that we can do as a catholic um laity today or catholic people today other than like listen i want to like you tell me how we can make this better like this 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 happened i wasn't a part of it but i love my catholic faith 
I, that's a shameful part of history and mm -hmm. it's, it's not what the church teaches so much, right? So like, what, what can I do now as a Catholic? How can I support you? How can we, how can we come exactly. together as that? But, but again, I think, and I, we were talking about before, we can't be the ones, um, I can't be the one to put on necessarily a service to remember these people because that doesn't mean it like I was I wasn't a part of it I wasn't true but I can support the indigenous community exactly. in doing that you know what I mean I can show up and be a part and show my support and I can I can be and if and if they ask if they were to ask I think the Catholic Church then yes let's step forward and do that if that's going to make it better but I don't think it I don't think I mean maybe it will maybe they have to tell us again I'm a white guy talking about this thing but um, they have to give us hopefully if they're willing to like we gotta let them know we're willing to listen we're willing mm -hmm. to move forward you need to help us we you need to help us understand learn from this and give us what you think we need to do as in a fellowship with you to move on you know yeah. and so that like I said societal change can happen and that we never forget right so we can never go back to that place again but remember and, and, and understand the, the you know. How so if there are Catholics at home saying, what can I do? That's what I would say. Uh, I, you know, people say prayer isn't enough, but <laughs> prayer is the beginning of things to, to open our hearts and minds to the movement of the Holy Spirit to guide us in the right direction. So first I would say pray. Yeah. Second, I would say, listen to the people who have suffered these atrocities. That's Learn right. about the residential schools and, 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 and that's how we'll find uh, you know, that's how more truth, you know, let's, let's share truth mm -hmm. about what's happened and let's walk together, whether, you know, we're Catholic or, or indigenous or Anglican or whatever, walk together as Canadians to put this dark, uh, piece of our, uh, life past us and, and begin to move forward together. This has been very difficult. <laughs> it's a heavy epi episode uh, to talk about. I'm so glad, though, that we did now, looking yeah, back. I, I do. And, I, and, you know, like we were saying before, like nothing we say is going to be perfect. Uh, but to begin conversation, to talk about it, uh, to bring light to the situation was our goal. So I think, I think anybody listening hopefully knows where our hearts are at. Yeah. And knows, I mean, sure, I'm sure you can pick apart what we've said. But yeah. knowing where our hearts are at and knowing what we want to have happen in this. It, like what, what three white dudes sitting behind a, a camera yeah. can expect, you know. So let us, like, keep us... Keep us accountable, but keep us keep us keep us honest, keep us truthful. And I think part of the Catholic buzz is getting talking about it, getting the discussion, having conversations, having conversations. We're starting the conversation, so we invite people to send your feedback uh, if uh, you have anything to add to this. Uh, this won't be the end of our conversation here. We'll continue this in, in, in new and different yeah. ways. And uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, send us an email at the Catholic Buzz Podcast at gmail dot com um, for Josh Sullivan. <laughs> And Matt Van Milligan, my name is Father Daniele. We'll see you on the next episode of The Catholic Buzz. However much money it costs to do that. Well, good thing we're out filming. <laughs>